Marshall, what the hell are you doing? Why are you leaking your airplane seat? That's disgusting. This is to ward off a plane crash. My nana told me this secret. What? I have not heard of that before. That's crazy. It's 100% foolproof, Lily. I have done this since I was a child, and I've never been in a plane crash. Hello everyone and welcome to the 70th episode of Banana Q Podcast. And in this episode, we will be talking about superstitions. D, we Filipinos are for some reason a little bit superstitious, right? Yeah, I think it's <laughs> part of our culture. And New Year just happened and a lot of superstitions are for this event. So mm. why don't we start with that? So before we go to that, I would say that we learned most of these superstitions when we were young right and we get them from either our elder grandparents or somebody older neighbor mm -hmm. in other cultures if they hear something negative a negative remark say a financial misfortune or death they would knock on wood oh yes but yeah older filipinos they would spit on you right is that the case i didn't yeah, know that they did that buyag. they would say buyag, buyag. Well, i didn't know about the spitting i know about the buyag, <laughs> but not the spitting oh god yeah. okay <laughs> I, I i remember getting spot on by oh my god some neighbors <laughs> it was a little bit yeah it's disgusting right but they yeah, say that yeah. that would help drive the misfortune away and whatever mm. is said will not come true because of the buyag. I see. Buyag, buyag, buyag. Yeah, buyag yeah. simbako. Yeah? Buyag simbako, <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> So that's a Bisaya, <laughs> Bisaya mm. expression, right? And when I used to say that in Manila, they would like, how oh, what are you saying? Because buyag almost sounds like another word in Tagalog, which is actually sexual. So it's like, what are you saying? <laughs> 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 and yes, then I have yes, to explain, yes. no, no, no. I, and then I have to explain that it's actually an expression, um, you know, to ward off the evil eye, you know, or bad it, luck. So that means there's no Tagalog equivalent of buyag, right? Yeah, I don't it's think so. A, oh, so it's just a regional thing. It's just a Visayas and Mindanao superstition that if they hear uh, a negative remark, then they would say buyag, buyag to counter the negative remark. Exactly. So that's interesting, right? <laughs> within the Philippines, even within the Philippines, we have differences, different beliefs. Mm -hmm. And you're right. A lot of these superstitions surround New Year's Eve, right? So we will start with New Year's Eve superstitions. And the first one is, during New Year's Eve, we will fill our pockets with new bills and coins and sometimes scatter coins around the house to welcome fortune. Did you do that? When you were younger? I don't think we did the actual physical money. But I remember one of my Filipino Chinese friends said that that was their belief. So maybe it's something that, you know, we got from the mm. Chinese. Uh, and he said that you needed to specifically have money in your wallet that ends in eight, right? Like, because of ah. the number eight is lucky, right? So, you know, you should have like 800 pesos or something like that, whatever, in your wallet. Oh, interesting. In relation to money, right? You also needed to pay all your debts before the new year. Yeah, but I don't think and everyone <laughs> followed that no. because I still have people <laughs> owing me money even <laughs> longer after the New Year's Eve. So 
<laughs> You're right. Yes, <laughs> it is a good practice to always pay your debts before the new year rolls out. But then, you know, not everyone follows it. Yeah, but that's the thing, right? These people who never paid you, they didn't pay you until now. Because the belief is that if you don't pay your debts, then you will be in debt, you know, all throughout the year. And that's exactly <laughs> what happened. <laughs> so it came true. So they are forever in debt. Yes. Oh, oh no. my gosh. No, I was just trying to think of a reason why they are not able to pay me. Maybe they forgot about it. And so in their minds, they didn't owe anything. But anyways, yeah, I hope you guys follow the good practice of paying off your debts before the new year comes along. Yeah, actually, I did that recently, just this new year, right before this new year. So my friends here in Hong Kong, we owed each other some stuff because we had the Christmas party. I said, well, you need to tell us how much we owe you because we are not supposed to have debt before mm. New Year. So we did that. So it is a Filipino belief. Like, we don't know if it's true or not, right? But then it's, there's no harm, right? It's also just mm. good to enter the year knowing full well that you don't owe anyone anything, that nobody hates you secretly because mm. you owe them money, you know what I mean? That's right. And you have no reason not to pay your debts because companies in the Philippines usually pay a 13th month pay, right? Oh, you get yeah, exactly. one full month of salary <laughs> during December as a bonus. So you should Yeah, and there's a song about off. that, right? Hmm? Like, Ibigay mo nang aking Christmas bonus. I think it's a new song. That's probably why I don't know it. No, I, I think don't know it, it probably just happened, you know, recently in the past five years or so. Mm. Anyway, so that's not the only money-related superstition that we have. We really want to attract money, right? And prosperity mm. in the coming year. So another one is to usually associate money with round objects. Maybe mm. because coins are round. Like you mentioned, the physical coins that you scatter around the house. Mm. But aside from that, you can also use other round objects, right? You can wear polka dots. Mm. Or you could prepare 12 round fruits. So one round fruit for each month of the year. Is it 12 Kinds of round fruits. I, I, yeah, I don't it's think very difficult, I can right? <laughs> name twelve <laughs> round fruits because banana is is not round. No, so it has to be something else. like grape, melon, orange. Orange. Okay. I, I don't know. I don't really Lansones. follow this, so I don't know. Yeah, but I don't think <laughs> I don't think lansones is typically in season during Christmas mm, time. Yeah, you're so right. Probably not that. Yeah, I don't know, but some people do follow it, and probably they know. If you ask them, they mm. can name 12 round fruits because they do it every year. Well, everyone in our family during Christmas become rounder. So I don't know if that counts. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> it's usually like one week of festivities, right? Starting from mm. Christmas all the way to New Year. You have a lot of yes. leftover. There's a lechon paksil from the leftover lechon. Yes. <laughs> and so people tend to get rounder and rounder. <laughs> True. Leading towards New Year's <laughs> Eve. So you don't need a lot of fruits, just, you know, the people represent the round. <laughs> objects. <laughs> That's true. That could mm. work. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then aside from round objects and fruits, one way to attract fortune is to turn on all the lights of the house and open all doors, windows, cabinets, and drawers so that the good fortune would come in. Yeah, my mm. my aunt used to do this. Don't you have that drawer, special drawer? In each house, I think they, we have it. And oh, our parents no. would put all the kind of special ceramics on display, like plates, 
cops and we never get to use them. They're just there on display. <laughs> yes, I think. And then I would ask, hey, how come we're never using that? Oh, that's for special visitors. Hey, we, we've had those for like 10 years. We've never used them. That means we never had a special visitor. So those drawers, cabinets will be open once a year during Christmas and New Year. Yeah, but I think that that is a tendency, not just of Filipinos, but a lot of people like have special sets of plates, right? For, as you said, special guests. But then I guess it's expensive. That's why they're afraid to bring it out. But then it kind of defeats the purpose of having yeah. those plates to begin with. <laughs> it's, like, it's like having young adults have toys that are never opened out of the mm, box, right? Because, oh, it's exactly. too precious. That's why I don't open it. But, you know, it's supposed to be played with. It's a toy. Mm-hmm. So it's yes. just there on display. So I think it, that's the equivalent. Okay, so this one is how to attract, right? So you open stuff mm. to let the good fortune in. There's also a way to drive away the bad fortune or the evil spirits so you're supposed mm. to make as much noise as you can to scare away <laughs> evil spirits mm. so we light firecrackers blow on party horns bang pots and pans together and just do anything to make a loud noise mm-hmm. did you do that like what yeah. would you do to make a loud noise i used to do firecrackers before uh, it's a little bit risky but what i do is i would put a very long paper mm-hmm on top of the wick, the fuse of the firecracker so that I have extended <laughs> I see, I see. So range. it's safer. Okay, got it's it. It's safer. But then my friends won't do that practice. And so, you know, it's equally dangerous. But then again, yeah. my parents would use the pots and pans, bang them together. Uh, yeah, uh, I think my, my dad even would rev up the motorcycle. You know, just ah, anything yes, yes, yes. to make loud noise. Yeah, I think firecrackers, we stopped doing them after my brother got into an accident, right? There was this whistle bomb. Do you remember it was called the whistle bomb? That, uh, yeah. It's a kind of, um, that makes a whistle. And then I think it doesn't stay put. So it went inside our gate and then it exploded mm. on his foot. Luckily, <gasps> he didn't like, lose anything. You know, it was bloody, but he was fine. Unlike I had this other neighbor. So he was a little boy at a time. And then for some reason... I don't know why he was holding on to Aquitis. You know, that's a rocket. Yes. It's a rocket thing, right? I don't know. Yep. Maybe nobody was looking at him. And then he probably thought it was like sparklers or something instead of Aquitis. And, you know, it exploded on his hand and he lost three fingers. <gasps> yeah. Ooh, yeah. That's terrible. I think recently they've banned firecrackers in the Philippines. Am I right? Yeah. Maybe not all of them. I think there are just like the super lolo and all those dangerous ones, I would think. Yeah, that's what I remember as well. I think mm. President Rodrigo Duterte enforced that when he was president because I remember in Davao, he kind of banned firecrackers mm, as well. Yeah, yeah. It's because there's really a lot of accidents, right? Like I remember before when you watch TV Patrol, there's always all this footage of all these people who were in the hospitals, right? Mm. So... I'm, Personally, I'm not really not a fan of firecrackers and get scared of them. So that means this superstition is not true, right? You're supposed to drive out oh, bad yeah. luck, but then <laughs> bad luck happened to you. You lost three yes. fingers. Oh, God, yes. Yeah. yeah, so it's not true, guys. Apparently, we have just, what's the term? The yeah, myth buster. We've just busted. Busted this myth. <laughs> it's a myth. It's not true. You don't drive away bad luck. Bad luck happens to you. (laughs) Exactly. Yes, exactly. Next one is about height. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So apparently if you jump 12 times at midnight during New Year's Eve, it will increase 
your height. Well, this is a myth <laughs> as well. I've tried this a lot. A lot. Never happened to me. I, I don't really remember that it was supposed to be 12. I only knew that you needed to jump. And why is it 12? Is it because of the 12 months of the year again? Or what is up Maybe, with this? Because 12 <laughs> inches is one foot. I don't know. <laughs> maybe if, maybe the reason why you never grace did you make sure to count 12 times. Maybe you jumped more oh. than 12 or less. That's why it didn't work. You're right. I didn't count. So maybe if you fall short or exceed the 12, then yeah, it then doesn't it work. Doesn't happen. Oh, maybe it could be. It could be. You know what? I'll try that next year because <laughs> I, I didn't jump. I stopped doing it when I realized my height is not you know, changing. It doesn't really work. Okay, let me try that again next year. Jump 12 times. But does it say like how much height? Like. No, it doesn't say, right? It's just that you're supposed to jump just so you will grow taller. And yes, I used to do that. And anyway, the last New Year superstition that we will discuss is something to do with cleanliness. Apparently, you're supposed to avoid washing and combing your hair to avoid bringing bad luck for the entire year. And not only that, you are not supposed to clean anything inside or outside <laughs> the house on New Year's Day or else you might sweep away the good fortune. It doesn't sound like <laughs> this is a very New Year good luck thing, don't you think? Like, you know, you're going to start the year with a dirty house and a dirty hair. And whoever yeah. in, came up with this superstition was probably just lazy or, you know, his, her mom told her, hey, you haven't combed your hair today. Oh, don't mm. you know? <laughs> it's bad luck to comb your hair. <laughs> you haven't cleaned oh. the house. Well, Mama, don't you know it's bad luck to clean the house? <laughs> yeah, I have a feeling it was something like that. Maybe she had a hangover or something from the mm. night before and, you know, she was just trying to come up with excuses and somehow it became a superstition. Although personally, I don't remember hearing this superstition when I was growing up. How about you? Do you remember? No, not really. I mean, we Filipinos, we get scolded by our parents if we don't clean up. Yeah, this is actually from an article. So we're just pouring through this article from sbs.com. And then we found that, you know, we just wanted to lay it out there. Maybe there's somebody who is listening to us who actually heard this. Can you let us know? You know, maybe it's mm. a Luzon thing, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, maybe. And then there are other superstitions that extend beyond the New Year's. And we have a lot. First, mm -hmm. about food. Whenever there's a celebration, birthday or whatever, we usually serve noodles because mm. it symbolizes long life. And I noticed that this is not just a Filipino superstition, not just for Filipinos, but also mm. in Japan. During New Year or birthdays, they would eat soba, like a buckwheat noodle. Mm -hmm. And it's the same for them. It's like represents long life so oh i see i think yeah. this is also a chinese belief mm. also i remember in korea when i was there um one of my colleagues there mentioned that they eat this specific birthday noodle as well it's uh, it has black sauce oh black sauce i don't remember what it's called but i think i've seen in k-dramas that they also eat that so it's either that or the seaweed soup in the K-dramas anyway for birthday. So I think, yeah, maybe different Asian cultures since we're the ones who like noodles, maybe that's why mm. <laughs> that's in our culture. Do Koreans love the color black because they have black noodles and they also have black pink? <laughs> maybe they do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So another superstition is 
If you start clearing your plates from the dining table while someone is still eating, that person will end up not getting married. (laughs) (laughs) So in Singapore, I remember we had a culture shock when we moved there because it is the custom there for waiters to immediately clear all plates the moment they're emptied, right? Sometimes, yeah. even if they're not empty, actually, like, you know, it just seems what? like, yeah, they will see like, oh, I'm going to clear this. And, no, 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 we will still eat that. Like, you know, there's just a little bit left. But actually, I remember there was an incident where my friend, I think he was Sordell, but I'm not entirely sure. But anyway, he had bought some food at a hawker. So mm. he was eating, right? He had only eaten a little. And when he realized that he wanted to buy drinks, so he stood up to buy the drink. And then when he got back to his table, someone had already cleared his plate. <laughs> Oh. oh, maybe it was the birds, no? <laughs> no, it wasn't. I think that, that was someone else. We know someone who told a story that the birds ate their food. Mm. So in Singapore, your food is in danger, either from the waiters who are very excited <laughs> to clear the plates or the birds as well. So, yeah. <laughs> mm. But I could understand in a hawker situation or scenario because... It's a high turnover area, right? Mm. They, they need people to empty the seats so that other people can dine in. So that's probably one of the reasons why they're too efficient. Yeah, yeah. I think it's efficient. I mean, I'm used to that now and I understand why they're doing it. But, you know, mm. for Philippines, I remember a friend even who, she was based in UK and she flew to Singapore for a vacation and we were eating somewhere and then, you know, they were clearing our plates and she thought that that was rude. So maybe in UK, yeah. they also don't do that. Maybe it's, I don't know, a Singapore thing. But it's more efficient though. Same here in Japan, but it depends on the type of restaurants. Like, they really eat fast here. Like, if you go to a ramen shop or wherever, especially during rush hour, you are expected to finish eating fast. And so it makes sense. But if you go to a restaurant, depends on the type of restaurant as well. I think it depends also if it's like, you know, if it's a restaurant where you're eating a five-course meal, they will clear it not immediately, but, you know, after every, the end of every course, mm. right? Which makes sense. But again, in the mm. Philippines, that's not really a thing, right? Because we usually tend to put everything on the table and then eat them together, mm. right? Yeah. Whereas in other cultures, like Chinese, the rice is served last. And that's why Filipinos, <laughs> again, who are not used to this, is like, I cannot start eating because where's the rice? They don't know that it's actually the last to be served. So, yeah, that's mm. quite funny. That, that is quite interesting. And another superstition also related to food is about utensils. Now, if you accidentally drop a utensil, it's a sign that someone's coming. <laughs> someone's going to visit you. If a spoon falls, it's a woman. Mm. And if it's a fork, it's a male. But what about <laughs> if it's a knife? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> or a fork. Yeah, I think then in that case, it could be, you know, somebody who is uh, either gay or lesbian, bisexual, Mm. or I don't know. (laughs) There are a lot of um, different orientations now. (laughs) Mm. So maybe one of those. But what if like a sandok, you know, like (laughs) what is a sandok? A ladle (laughs) falls. What does that mean? That means a big guy or a big (laughs) woman. It's going to come. I don't know who comes up with all these questions. I think it's just fun, I suppose. Whoever came up with this and then it just kind of got retold. (laughs) Another superstition is that you should not sleep while you are hungry because your spirit will go to a place where there is food, such as a caldero or a pot, and it will become trapped there. 
<laughs> remember when I was a kid, uh, my parents used to say this actually, and I thought they had invented this to scare us into eating. Mm. But to my surprise, this was also tackled in an episode of Once Upon a Time. Once upon a time. Sa aking buhay. Yeah, so it's a Philippine fantasy anthology television series. And it was broadcasted on ABS-CBN. So the scenario is that, like somebody went to bed without eating. And then in the middle of the night, his soul went out, right, to look for food. <laughs> and he went into a pot, which was on top of the stove or something. And then mm. when he went in there, the cover sealed the soul inside. <gasps> So maybe this is actually a belief in a lot of places or something. <laughs> Why was that even there? <laughs> so there are two lessons to that story, right? One is actual food also replenishes your soul. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because <laughs> the soul got hungry. <laughs> and second, souls cannot pass through pots. <laughs> For some reason. <laughs> For some reason. But they can pass through walls. Isn't that... Confusing? Exactly. I don't know, man. Uh, they, they can't escape a closed pot, but they can pass through walls. Isn't that absurd? That's a little bit strange. Yes, it I is. I need to ask the albulario for the reason. Yeah, maybe somebody will tell us. Hey, so that means you can just sleep. Like, if you really don't have money, mm. right? You don't have money for food. Then you just sleep so that your, <laughs> your spirit will go hunt for food uh -huh. and then when you wake up you will be full right yeah, but you got trapped somewhere right that's the whole point you don't wake up mm, no you just <laughs> need to train your spirit to be smart okay you know, don't eat food from a pot like go to Jollibee <laughs> they usually have food at the counter right uh -huh. like go get that there's no risk of getting trapped in a pot okay <laughs> mm, then the when you wake up you'll be eh? I didn't eat dinner last <laughs> night. How come when I burp, I can sense chicken joy? I can sense. Mm. <laughs> so your spirit traveled. Yes. Okay, why don't you try mm. that experiment again? Let <laughs> me try that experiment. <laughs> mm. I don't know if my spirit can use the elevator. Can your spirit fly to the Philippines? I mean, there's no Jollibee in Japan, so that means you need to train mm, your... <laughs> that's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> the next one is also related to sleeping, and you should not sleep with a wet hair because <laughs> it will make you blind. I don't think this is true. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so either. Because I've done this before. Uh-huh, when you used to have hair, right? When I used to have <laughs> hair, and, and more so now, and... The only thing I got was wet pillow, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, me too. I, I don't know where this came from. Maybe whoever came up with this was trying to prevent people to have wet pillow. I don't know. Yeah, maybe <laughs> the parents invested in an expensive memory foam pillow, and then they didn't want the kids to, you know, destroy the memory foam <laughs> of the pillow. And so, hey, you should not sleep with wet hair. Otherwise, you'll get blind. <laughs> But the interesting part was I saw in another YouTube video, which was made by Koreans, that apparently is also mm. their belief. So it's oh, an Asian really? thing. So I, I don't know why. So we don't know where the origin is. It's like the noodles <laughs> from somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> and aside from that, we also have the belief in the, that's called the pasma, right? Pasma? Not related to hair, but if you, you're not supposed to bathe 
after undergoing activity, you know, because mapasmo ka. Yeah. Right? I don't think there's supposedly no scientific evidence that backs it up. Yeah, that's true. Because here in Japan, even after like hiking, they prefer taking a shower and going into a public bath because it relaxes you. And then like I've been doing it as well and nothing has happened. I think it's the same with having a fever. Don't you think? Like mm. in the Philippines, if you have a slight fever, you're not supposed to take a shower. Oh, yeah, yeah. But it's all right, right? It's fine. So I think we're always just afraid of water. Okay, maybe not. That's not <laughs> it. <laughs> mm. Or I think whoever came up with this, is this seems to all be related to bathing. Whoever came up with this is probably hates bathing at night or whatever. Mm. So the same person who came up with the don't wash your hair and don't mm, clean your house probably. during New Year's Eve. Exactly. Yeah. So the mother probably said, oh, you need to take a bath because you were hiking. Oh, no, I cannot because no. mapasmo. Or another day she mentioned, and also I cannot bathe in the evening because I cannot go to bed with my wet hair. I will be blind. Mm. And then, yeah, probably <laughs> same person. <laughs> Uh, oh no the next one is sukob so there are two kinds of sukob there's sukob sapatay or death and sukob sakasal or marriage so sukob is the belief that if somebody dies or if somebody gets married within the immediate family members you have to wait for a full year before getting married or else misfortune will arise from it. Be it loss of material possessions, divorce. Wait, there's no divorce in the Philippines. Why does this say divorce? Anyway, or worse, <laughs> death. So this is actually Ooh. the premise of that movie, Sukob, right? There was a movie um, with Chris Aquino and Claudine Barreto. Sukob din ang kasal mo. Yeah, so he said that the sukob was kasal, which is wedding. Wedding, yeah. The premise was that uh, Chris, yes, Chris Aquino's character got married within the same year that her sister, Claudine Barreto's character, got married as well. But the thing mm. is, they didn't know that they were sisters because mm. their father did not tell them that one of them was uh, was anak sa labas in English. <laughs> so, you know, no? Daughter outside. Bastard daughter. <laughs> <laughs> daughter from another mother yes so that's the story and then because they didn't know they had like all of this bad luck happening to them and it was it was a horror film though so all the bad mm. luck is all this scary stuff going on so yeah I don't think it's really like that in real life I also read or heard that siblings you get married you know mm. within the same year one of you will get all the good luck and the other will get all the bad luck something like that so is she like your mm. instead of getting all the good luck yourself you need to share and somehow it becomes like that For first of all I think the parents came up with it because maybe the brides or whoever it is right because weddings are expensive yes and if <laughs> two of your children are getting married on the same year ah. it's probably gonna bankrupt the family oh that's true so mm-hmm. it was like oh no it's bad luck to have wedding <laughs> in the same year you should do yours next year yeah honey it's bad luck that's why yeah about the patay thing I mean the death maybe it's just like people really just felt that they couldn't celebrate they didn't feel right to mm. act happy soon after somebody in their family just died right ah, maybe that that yes, makes yes, sense yes. I would think I know sense. someone who pushed her wedding because her groom's father died they pushed it to exactly one day after the death 
anniversary, something mm-hmm. like that. I guess there's also no harm in just doing that, right? Yeah. I think it's just common courtesy. It's, it's a weird kind of year if there's something so happy, like it's a wedding, it's a, it's a very grand event, and then if an occasion that follows the passing of somebody. Yeah, exactly. Aside from sukub, there's also the practice that if you have an elder sister or brother, you're not supposed to get married ahead of them. Oh, Otherwise, yeah, yeah, yeah. you need to pay them. Do you know how much you're supposed to pay? Because I've heard about that. I was like, eh? Why, why do you have to pay? And then the reasoning was, oh, because you're technically getting ahead of your elder brother. Your elder brother or sister has to get married first. And because you're overtaking them, mm. you need to pay them off. Yeah, I think I've heard that, yes. And I think my friend, I don't remember if she actually paid her sister or they were just joking about this. But if she did pay her sister, it wasn't like a gigantic amount. It's like just a token amount. Speaking of, we also have this belief, right? Like if you give someone a wallet or a mm. pair of shoes as a gift. Ah. I think the shoes is the one where they need to give you a token amount for the shoes. So it's technically you didn't really give it to them. So you like pay them one peso or something for the shoes. Why is giving shoes bad? I can't remember, but it's also a superstition. Ah, because you're <laughs> driving them away? You're like giving them shoes so that they can run away from you? Possible. I don't really recall, but mm. I know that some people do that. Um, You have to pay them a token amount, but mm. usually just like one peso or something. Ah, just a symbol. Yeah, like yeah, a... yeah. Just to say that you didn't really receive it as a gift, that you paid for uh, it with one peso, you know? I see. I thought the elder brother or sister have the kind of choice, mm. have the ability to command a payment. Say, mm. oh, you're getting married ahead of me. Do you remember you have the, uh, you know, the, 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 the T-shirt that I really like? Maybe you can give that as a payment. No, I, um, because of that, then, then I should have asked my brother to pay me because he got married ahead of me. <gasps> he didn't pay you? you know. How dare he? <laughs> and how much was he supposed to pay me? We don't even know. <laughs> you No, you have the right to demand. And uh, plus interest. Plus interest. <laughs> <laughs> Another superstition surrounds the construction of a new house. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of superstition. Oh, if you're building a new house, you shouldn't build it on a dead end lot. It should be facing east. It should be near body of water. There's <laughs> there's a lot of superstition. Mm-hmm. And I think that's common in eastern countries like China. Yeah, Asia I was going to say it's feng shui, right? Yeah, feng shui. But in the Philippines, there's something... Very specific, and it's about the number of steps in the stairs. <laughs> like when, when you're building a house, the number of steps should not be divisible by three. Ooh. And they call it oro plata mata. What does that mean? Oro is gold, plata is silver, mata is death. Okay. <laughs> so that means if the steps is divisible by three and you count oro plata mata, oro plata mata, oh, mata is death. Okay. So that means the best number of steps in a staircase is divisible by three plus one. So there has to be a remainder one so that it becomes or if it's remainder to plata, it's not bad. Yeah, it's silver, silver. Yeah, not too bad. But could have been better mm. with gold. So just remove a final step. Okay. That would be dangerous though. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, hey, how come this last step is too too high? <laughs> oh, we purposely removed the step so that it instead of plata, it becomes mata. No, oro. 
Oh, sorry. <laughs> Instead of mata, <laughs> it becomes oro. Oh, Because gosh. Because if you add a step, it becomes mata, which is death. Another superstition related to death, and the number mm. three again, is that, you know, if you take a picture with three people, the middle person will die. Yeah, I remember we kind of we didn't really like believe in it, but just in case this superstition was true, when I was in high school, I had two best friends, so we would always have a lot of pictures together, right? Mm. To negate this possible curse, we always swap places, right? To make sure that you know. <laughs> What swap places? For example, Monica and you and I are the best friends, mm. right? So in the first photo, you are in the middle, right? Mm. Another picture, then Monica will be in the middle. And then mm. the next picture, I will be in the middle. That way, nobody is the one who is constantly in the middle and who will die. Mm. Right? That's practical now. It's doable now mm-hmm. because we have digital cameras. But before, it must have been a pain in the ass, right? Because... <laughs> Film and printing is expensive. Oh, yeah. It's like, hey, how come you need to take three <laughs> versions of the... Fo- oh, because nobody wants to be in the middle. That's why we need to take turns. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But I mean, we didn't do three shots at the same time. It's like, you know, for example, same event. We're at the JS prom. Obviously, you're not going to have mm. just one picture that night, right? Like, mm. next time when you're there in another, you know, area or whatever, then you just shuffle. You just make sure to shuffle, that's all. Oh, wow. So you remember, you try to remember, hey, who was, who was in the middle <laughs> yeah. last time? Oh, I think it was you. Oh, really? You have to be sure, otherwise, you know, <laughs> it will bring bad luck and death. True. <laughs> so odd. <laughs> so to close this, every country has their own superstition, but for as long as they don't do actual harm, It's harmless fun. I remember. Mm -hmm. There's just suddenly remember. Mm. There's this episode of How I Met Your Mother where Marshall would lick the airplane seat. (laughs) I don't remember this. (laughs) Right before takeoff. Oh. And then Lily was like, hey, that is so disgusting. Why are you doing that? Uh And he said that, oh, it's a belief that I learned from my grandma that, you know, Mm. licking the seat would prevent any plane crashes mm-hmm. <laughs> and then Lily said I don't believe that and Marshall was like I believe it because I've been doing it since I was a kid I've never had a plane crash <laughs> how, how can you argue to that logic <laughs> that's, that's true <laughs> I mean I think what he did though is I think it's harmful it's harmful yeah it's very harmful because planes are very dirty and then if yeah, you're it's gonna one of the dirtiest places yeah if he licks the chair is gonna be able to ingest bacteria or COVID-19 mm. or something right so I don't yeah. think you should do that but maybe the other things like you know wearing polka dots on New Year that's okay but the firecrackers thing that's harmful right so you shouldn't do yes. that just because it's the superstitious belief you just think which is okay to do like until now we still wear polka dots or jump up and down during New Year that doesn't really <laughs> hurt anyone And, Mm -hmm. you know, we're way past growing age, but it's become nostalgic, I would think, because it reminds us Mm. of our culture, right? Especially for us who are abroad. So when we're with Filipinos, you know, celebrating New Year, like just as a laugh, we just jump up and down. We know we're not going to grow, but, you know, it's just a culture thing. 
it's harmless unless of course you have a very low ceiling then it's <laughs> dangerous <laughs> or a weak floor and you live on the second floor then it's dangerous for your neighbors downstairs but yeah mm-hmm. whatever it is for as long as it's not harmful i don't think it's gonna do anyone danger or bad fortune yep by the way we are also interested in you know the superstitions around the world like if you're listening from another country let us know yeah is there any parallel superstitions that we've discussed in this episode that also is true in your country or if there's anything totally different please let us know yeah maybe because you know as we said we the philippines has a lot of islands and you know maybe there's something that's being believed by the people in the north that wasn't believed mm. in Visayas or Mindanao. So let us no, know. Like Simbaco, Simbaco. <laughs> that one apparently is not in Luzon. That's just a Visayas and Mindanao. Yeah, thing. what is the mm. equivalent of that in Luzon? Maybe there is. It's just a different phrase or something, right? We don't know. Mm. But anyway, there is another superstition. So supposedly, if you rate Banana Q Podcast five stars... On Spotify or <laughs> Apple, you will be lucky. So, <laughs> if you do that, the next time you buy a banana queue from your suking tindahan, your tindera will give you a pinay pie for free. Wow, isn't pinay pie more expensive? Anyway. <laughs> yeah, so go ahead, please do it. Even if it doesn't come true, it's just harmless fun, right? Yeah, it is. <laughs> Cutie Minute. Time minute. for our followers. Cutie Minute. Your minute. thoughts in our voice. Cutie Minute. Not minute. really one minute, but we're calling it... Cutie Minute. The first cuties are my friends, Jell and Cheek. So Jell said, The best na partner si Ray and Heights, no? Parehong witty and funny. She said, Natawa ako sa story na si Jell panic calling yung nag-date si Mastery. Ha-ha. So very Jell. By the way, Mastery is what they call me. I don't even remember why, but that's my nickname. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, and then she said, Yes, nice tandem talaga. Tapos magaling sila mag-English. Wow, thank you very much. Wow. Mega. Mega non Mega burger. Yeah, because it's um she just recently figured out how to listen to podcasts. So she's listening them while she's doing chores, which actually is one of the best ways to listen to podcasts, right? Because if you're busy doing something that requires thinking, you will not be able to listen to the podcast, right? So yes, if you're doing something that doesn't require thinking, that's when we should listen, which is usually chores, mm. you know, folding laundry, etc. That's when you do it. And then, yeah, so she's she's saying, you know, commenting a lot, like, you know, how funny we are and all that. That's nice. That's very, you have very nice friends. <laughs> They're very, very nice and have nice words towards us. Mm-hmm. So Chi and Jell, oh, I've met them, right? Yeah, you have met them, yes. <laughs> I've met them. <laughs> And we had parties together before. Mm-hmm, yes. The funny thing is, whenever we have parties back in Singapore, mm-hmm. we have a lot of alcohol, and alcohol and memory, they don't <laughs> really go well together. So, yes. <laughs> and what does that mean? That's why you don't remember? <laughs> I don't remember the specifics, but I definitely remember, you know, having fun. Okay, yeah, which party is with yeah, important, right? Yeah, okay. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And the next two cuties both commented on episode 60. Do you believe in ghosts? First is Ken Marco Sirs. And he says, Quaresma, Eerie, Sunud are some good Pinoy horror films. Sunud? Yeah, I don't know. Is that this. a Bisaya film? I have no. Because <laughs> Sunud is not a. 
no, Bisaya. Sunod. It's not a Tagalog. Sunod ka. Susunod ka is Tagalog. Do. Sunod. Ah. Ay, what do you mean? What are you thinking? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yeah, this is apt, right? Because you were talking about Sukob. <laughs> no, you're just ah. talking about Sunod. So, horror films. Sunod. Mm-hmm. Good Pinoy horror films. Good one. I haven't really seen any of these three films. Let me check them out. Yeah. Hopefully, I, they're I on Netflix think. so I can... Yeah, Sunod seems to be relatively new. It's just 2019. So, it centers on a woman who's desperate to find the cure to her daughter's illness. She takes a job at a call center only to be haunted by the ghost in it. Oh. <laughs> then why is it so long? I have no idea. That's for you to find out. Because <laughs> in the plot, there's nothing that suggests. Because sunud means next, right? Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Let me f- let's watch that. that. Thank you, mm-hmm. Ken Marcos Sir. Mm-hmm. And the next one is Katy Sastar. And uh, she commented Enjoy the ghost stories. I actually miss the Magandang Gabi Bayan. That features ghost stories every All Souls Day. Yeah, that was classic. Yes. Classic Noli de Castro. Yeah, I was gonna say Noli Betanghere. Yes, yes, that was actually yes, fun yes, to watch. And if you have any comments on any of our episodes, right? So please uh, let us know on our social media yeah. or you can also email us at bananaqpodcast at gmail.com yes. and then we will feature some of them on our cutie minute segments in yes. the future join the conversation people yes bye <laughs> bye bye